Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Red Time Stories. I'm your host, Dr. Phobia. And tonight, dear patients, it's time for me to administer you another round of real horror stories. Tonight's tale comes from a lovely little website known as Craigslist. So, without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's tale, Truly Terrifying, Volume 10. So back in 2017, I bought a new couch and decided to put the old one on Craigslist. It was actually still in decent shape, minus all the dog hair, but I figured I could still get some money for it nonetheless. So I slapped it up on Craigslist and literally said, good couch, needs a little cleaning, leave me an offer. It was on the website for about five hours before I got a, I got an email from a guy named Steve. Steve said he liked the couch, asked if I would help him load it, and asked if a price of $75 would work. I thought about it for a while and actually agreed on the price. It was right in my front room, so all it had to do was be taken out the front door to whatever vehicle that Steve happened to bring with him. So Steve arrived a few hours later, but unlike what he said originally, he did not come alone. Another man entered, and I honestly don't even remember what his name was. I think I said about two words to the guy. Before we lifted the couch, he asked if he could use my bathroom. I obliged and told him it was around the corner. So he cut through my kitchen, and off he went. About two minutes later, the man returned, and the three of us got the couch into the back of Steve's ratty Dodge pickup truck. He handed me the money, we shook hands, and both the men departed. So, sitting there thinking to myself what I could do with the extra 75 bucks, I decided to run out and get some beer, and also do a little grocery shopping Why? I had a little money to be ahead, so to speak. When I returned to my house, I set my groceries down in the kitchen and was actually going to go flip on the TV for some background noise, when I realized my TV was gone. In a panic, I began to look around the house for other items, my laptop, my tablet, and actually some cash that I kept in my room in a jar on the nightstand was all gone. The crazy thing was, the front door was completely locked up tight. So how in the world could anyone have gotten in? As I sat there pondering that very same question, I looked at my key ring and noticed that one of my keys was missing. My front door key. For a little context, I actually just use my garage door most of the time. I barely go out the front door. I called the police, explained the situation, and they sent over an officer. They were actually able to track down Steve through his phone number, which turns out wasn't even Steve's real name. His name was actually Darren. However, his buddy, the one that actually swiped the key in the first place, was never caught. So that's kind of depressing at the end of the day, knowing that this guy's still out there doing that very same thing he did to me. My stuff was never found, so insurance had to kick in on that one. But at the end of the day, I wasn't hurt, and one guy out of two was caught. So looking back on it now, even though it was a very scary moment, and I had to invest some of that money that I sold the couch for to get new locks, it's still a better alternative than what it really could have been.
I'm ashamed to admit it, but in my late teens, I actually got kind of lonely and decided to use Craigslist to, you know, find uh, a little action, if you will. I ended up messaging this girl named Tiffany, and we talked for a while through email, and eventually we switched over to texting. So one night, we both decided to meet up. We both still lived with our parents, so meeting at one of each other's houses was sort of out of the question. So we decided to actually meet at a McDonald's. We met there, we talked for a while, ate some food, and she actually seemed pretty normal. Which was strange coming from someone off a Craigslist, but I digress. So after a while of us hanging out and talking, we decided to go find a spot to park. We took my car from the McDonald's parking lot and left hers there. We drove around for a while and she actually said she knew of a place. It was a former strip mall that really didn't get that much traffic. So I pulled in and we sat in the car for a while. And I'll admit, things got hot and heavy pretty quick. That was until at one moment she moved her head away from mine and I noticed a man peering around the corner of the old strip mall. I stopped what I was doing for a second and pointed him out. She told me I must have been seeing things and actually started going back to our thing, if you will. I actually looked in the side view mirror and I noticed another man peering out from the other side of the building. At this point I was getting creeped out, but right as I was going to say we should probably call this off and move somewhere else, she actually did something I didn't expect. She reached over and grabbed her purse and pulled a knife and put it to my neck. She told me she was taking my wallet, my cell phone, and if I was a good boy, she'd let me keep my car. She opened my wallet and I guess found enough money for me to be considered a good boy. So she put her clothes back together, climbed out of the car, and said have a great night and walked away. Honestly, instead of being scared, I was really pissed off. She started walking towards one of the men at the front who was super happy to see her. So, while she wasn't looking, I threw the car in drive and punched it. She turned around just in time to see my Honda Accord barreling at her and couldn't get out of the way. I heard the sickening thunk as she hit the front of my car and flipped over top of it. The man behind me started running up towards the car, so I locked the brakes and he bumped right into the back of it. The third guy seeing all this actually pulled something from his waistband, so I hit the gas and took off. As I drove away from the parking lot, I actually heard three loud pops and heard the contact of metal on metal. But I didn't care at that point. I just kept right on driving. I drove for about five minutes and pulled into a gas station parking lot that was well lit. I looked over my car and actually saw where a bullet had pierced the left quarter panel. But it didn't hit anything important, I guess. I checked the front of the car and noticed that there was a dent where I had actually made contact with Tiffany. Or whatever her name actually was. I called the police and I told them the situation leaving out the part that I had run someone down. They went to the strip mall, and they actually found my phone. It was shattered into a million pieces, of course, where she had dropped it, but she and the three men were long gone. Honestly, I don't regret what I did to that girl, and if she did survive, I hope she has a permanent limp 
So maybe next time she tries to do that to somebody, she will think twice before even considering it. So this happened back during 2020. I was actually looking for one of those inflatable hot tubs because they were all over the internet at absorbently high prices. Tubs that should have been no more than $400 were selling for at least double, if not triple, that price. So I figured I could find somebody that maybe decided it wasn't for them, and that was still in good condition, clean it up, and get it for about half the price. So after scouring for a while, I actually did find a guy that was selling an inflatable hot tub from Coleman. He was only asking $250 for it. He said it would be a local pickup only. I asked the seller if the tub was still available, and he said yes. So we arranged a time and a place to meet. He texted me his address, and I put it in my GPS, realizing it was only about 25 minutes away. So later that day, I arranged the time to meet. It was around 5 p.m. I arrived at his house and noticed that it was not in the best of shape. The lawn was unkempt. Shutters were hanging off of the house, and the roof actually looked like it was missing multiple shingles. Whatever, I'm not going to judge. So I walked up to the front door and knocked on it and realized it was actually wide open. I stood there for a minute, contemplating exactly what to do. So I made my presence known, asking if anyone was in the house. There was no response, so I texted the seller. A minute goes by, he doesn't answer. So I called the seller. And that's when I noticed that from one of the windows, I actually saw a light from inside the house. Almost like someone's phone screen had lit up. At first, at first it kept ringing for a while. But then it was almost like the person at the window knew I was looking at them and knew where they were. So suddenly the call was dismissed. I started backing up slowly away from the house, and as soon as I got back towards my car, I actually noticed that there was someone peering over a back fence, just watching me. So I got in my car and started to leave when suddenly the front door flew open, and one of the most unkempt, nastiest looking individuals I had ever seen come running out of the front door. His long, black, greasy hair flapping in his face. And he was just yelling, wait, wait, over and over again as I drove away. He almost was keeping up with my car for a while until I finally left him in the dust. And as I rounded the, the turn on the street, I noticed multiple men coming out of that house. I put a call into the police department. But of course, by the time they arrived, the house was completely empty. And apparently had been so for at least the past six years according to reports made by neighbors. And the crazy part was, none of them actually even knew that those men were in that house that day. So, tell me to put my tinfoil hat back on if you'd like, but I have a feeling that maybe, just maybe, those neighbors were in on it. Well, there you have it, dear patients. Three true horror stories from the world of Craigslist. So next time you go online to find that sweet, sweet discount on something that 
might be pre-owned from that guy a couple towns over, make sure you bring a little protection. A hundred pound dog, double barrel shotgun, I don't know, something. Just uh, keep yourself safe out there. So like I always say in closing, check under your bed, look in your closet, and sleep with the light on. The life you save may very well be your own. Good night, everyone.